0: Did you uh, consent or whatever?
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go.
0: Um, hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I'm David Bax. Uh, with me is not Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. Uh, well, you know what's going on with him. You heard him uh, last week, and that's, that's great. Uh, more on that in a second. Joining me in Tyler's uh, stead is longtime friend of Battleship Pretension, Ian Brill. Ian, welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, David. It's great to be back.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you were just telling me before we hit record that you listened to last week's episode. I want to, I want to tell the listeners that the outpouring of, of comments and, and, mm-hmm. and, and tweets and, and emails and even texts, um, that I've gotten has been really touching. I can't wait to see Tyler and to share all of
1: that with him. Were people really that, that. that were people that passionate about Minnesota barbecue. Is that why you got all those comments? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was, like, it was it was rough. They really dragged us over the coals. Yeah. Uh uh, which apparently is how you make Minnesota barbecue. You drag it over the coals. Uh, right. Um uh but you were telling me you 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 listened to to that as, as well,
1: right? Yeah, no, yeah. I was uh listen to it on the way home today, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so thank you uh to everybody. We can't wait to um uh to do that more often. Um we're figuring out the logistics on that. If you want to know where what's going on with Tyler, uh, you can go to caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. I'll say it again in case you didn't have time to grab a pen. It's caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. Uh, so if you go to the, there's an update this week, you go there, you you uh, will see that Tyler uh, might be moving to another facility once again, um, which will be his fourth overall Uh and so we're figuring out logistics with, with that and timing. And also so many of the episodes that are coming up on the slate have to do with like end of year wrap up stuff, yeah. which obviously, you know, uh, Tyler's been on a commission for nearly half the year. So he, uh, doesn't really have a good list, you know? Um, we know he's seen glass. Onion, uh, yeah. we know that much, but, um, So we'll, we'll definitely have to, it won't be too long before you hear, uh, Tyler's voice, which again, he'll remind you is not his voice, uh, again, um, very soon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have much else to say other than thank you so much for being, um, um, so appreciative of Tyler's, um, tentative return, um, you know, step by step, baby steps return to the podcast. I also want to mention last week we spent the second half of the episode opening packages from listeners, and we opened a poster tube that had, um, uh, posters for Cyrano and the card counter, uh, in there, and they were from listener Caleb. And we didn't realize until I was putting the posters back in the tube that there was a letter in, in there. So I just want to, uh, I don't want to give Caleb short shrift. So, um, he says I've been a long time battleship retention listener I want to say since 2010 and wanted to send you guys a couple things I work at a movie theater so I'm always asked deep in posters I don't know what to do with only so many display cases you know I know each of these were number two on each of your respective top ten lists so I hope you enjoy them I know you might not put them on display or even look at them after you open the package but they're out of my office now I hope you're both doing well enjoying life cinema being a father Tyler and realizing how wonderful seeing celluloid properly projected can be David uh, thank you for the wonderful show keep up the great work and he also says this isn't the first time I you guys something i made a zine about nine years ago and you talked about it on the show that zine has not had any more issues it was fun to make though maybe one of these days i'll get back around to it caleb uh i specifically want to read the 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 ps because when tyler and i read that after we had finished recording uh tyler had specific recollections of of that zine and you sending it to us and and us looking looking through it so um uh yeah more episodes there are more issues of the of the zine maybe once a decade uh Feel free to send them our way. Um, so anyway, sorry we didn't get to that letter last week. Didn't realize it was
1: in there, Caleb. Okay, so I'm glad. I'm glad it was a Cyrano poster because near my house, uh, a billboard for Cyrano was up for maybe six months. I love that. And, yeah, um, it was like it said coming in December, and that thing lasted. I want to say from December until maybe May. I think May June. <laughs> and I love it. Well, I, it
0: like, I oh, what replaced one? it?
1: Uh, Honk for Jesus. That movie was Sterling Brown. That was on Peacock. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is that one still up? No. That it's gone through. It's um. Uh, I think it's um. For some reason, I think Pinterest is doing a big push, and so you see these Pinterest billboards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's it. But it was crazy. Just like that. One billboard for a film that I'm pretty sure was not in theaters anymore. Yeah. Uh it just it was just there. Uh good movie. Though. You, um yeah, which you saw a lot during them. COVID. Uh, I remember seeing yeah. posters for The Gentleman being up for a long time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the longest time. Because you can look through your ride history on Lyft. mm mm-hmm the last time I was in a lift for the longest time I've since gone into lifts cause I've been, uh, in other cities and stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, for at least a year and a half, the longest time I went, uh, the last time I was in a lift was January, 2020. When I went to the Arclight Sherman Oaks to see the gentleman.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, let's, Let me talk about uh before we move any further, I want to talk about tweaked audio.com. Tweaked audio.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors. They look great, they sound great. Tyler and I generally use them each and every day of our lives. Um Tyler, I've confirmed, doesn't use headphones um in the because he has a private room in the hospital that he's at, so he just listens to stuff out loud. But he will get back to his tweaked audio like earbuds, I'm sure. Uh Today I was using them to listen to. Now I am not a video game guy and never really have been. Some of my fondest memories of growing up with my friends was watching them play video games because I don't never been good at them. I don't really care. I don't know what's going on in video games, but I have sort of started, sort of started to realize over the years that as with movies, video games have scores Mm -hmm. and, um, some of them are quite good. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so today, so today I was listening to not all of it. Cause it's very, very long. It's like a seven hour score, but I was listening to the score of a video game. I've never heard of called horizon forbidden West. Um, I, uh, uh Ian, do you know that game?
1: No, I play, um, mobile games. I play a lot of okay. Marvel snap right now, but I okay. don't, I haven't, um, I had consoles when I was a kid that I played the fuck out of. uh, Okay. That's to PlayStation 2 and then I went to college um, and I couldn't bring anything with me to save my brother. Um, uh, And then that's when my video game career kind of ended. So just playing games on my phone.
0: Uh, Well, um, Horizon Forbidden West, according to Wikipedia, is set in a post-apocalyptic... post-apocalyptic version of the Western United States, recovering from the aftermath of an extinction event caused by a rogue robot swarm. Um, anyway, so I'm not sure what... I don't know anything about games, but uh, the music was really fun to listen to yeah, uh, cool. as I um, uh, drove to uh, Beverly Hills and back today. Um, so uh, you could... Um, sound a great uh, uh, like I mentioned, I was doing while I was driving, but I was also listening to it earlier today on the internet with my tweaked audio.com earbuds. So you can, it's sounded great on my tweaked audio, audio.com earbuds. Um, I just didn't want the listeners to think I was driving with my earbuds in. I don't do not do that. Um it sounded great on my tweaked audio.com earbuds that are available at a low, low price at tweakedaudio.com. But if you use the offer code pretension at checkout, you get one third off that low, low price and no shipping charges. So please go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code pretension. Ian, mm-hmm. we're back. Let's get into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. You, Tyler, and I back a, a while ago did an episode about movies about uncles or or, or uncles in movies.
1: That's yeah. not what we're doing today.
0: No, we're, we're not doing uncle movies. We're doing we're movie uncles.
1: Yes, and and I guess um, if anything, I am publicly uh, seeking your advice um uh because um in may of 2021 my brother and sister-in-law had a daughter i think my sister-in-law did most of the work if you ask me um and uh and already um uh my my brother's talking about like oh we gotta uh you'll pick what movie she watches um And, um, because I think most of her viewing habits, um, at this point are, uh, Sesame street, baby shark music video and miss Rachel. If, uh, people are familiar with her. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, she's crazy ex-girlfriend. Uh, no, (laughs) as far I don't, I don't know. Um, no, that's her
0: name is Rachel bloom. I'm just saying it'd be funny. Oh, no, it's not Rachel bloom.
1: Who I yeah. quite enjoyed in the show Reboot, which I, I liked. Uh, on her. Yeah. Um, But uh, this is a woman uh, who I believe has like a child development degree from like Harvard and she does songs on YouTube and she teaches kids uh, both English and ASL. And so my niece, uh, one, one of the about 30 words she knows is more, which if, if you know anything about toddlers is, is a word they use <laughs> early and often. But she already does the ASL for more, which if people don't know, it's like you bunch up your fingers on both hands and have the fingertips kiss. It's almost like you're having two sock puppets kiss. So she's saying <laughs> more, she's already getting the ASL for it. So it's nice that, uh, that's, that's, she's already being, uh, her knowledge is expanding that far. Yeah. Um, but uh, you have, you have older nieces and nephews. What's the situation? Well, I have,
0: I have many, Uh. nieces and nephews um my oldest nephew is actually uh as of very recently uh a man now he Uh. not that he was bar mitzvahed i mean he turned 18 um whereas my youngest um my youngest nephew was born in february so it was less than a year old Mm -hmm. uh but the thing is now ian i know that you're from around here so i'm assuming your brother and sister-in-law still live in socal somewhere yes
1: okay we're all still in the same area because that's
0: the thing is only my oldest nephew lives around here okay and so i'm not able to be that much of an influence on the more far-flung nieces and nephews who live in missouri and idaho and iowa um i when they were younger i tried like i would maybe buy them like a dvd for their birthday or Mm -hmm. or whatever but now like they have disney plus so like what am i you know i like they don't need me to send them moana on dvd which was a big hit with one of my yeah um my, my nephews um who was like um at a very young age clearly already into musicals you know and so i got i got him milana and my sister was like it's a hit but now like everything is streaming like i can't really i'm not really there for that you know um but with my older nephew yeah who's like because he lives near us we ever since he's he was little we would like have him for a weekend stay with us and, and, and do all sorts of things. We watch a movie or go to the movies and stuff. So I had plenty of, um, of time to be a movie uncle there. Um, uh, although he's also got a movie grandpa who loves monster movies. And okay. so, so now cool. he loves, so he loves monster movies. I, 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 I'm not as much of a monster movie expert. I don't have anything against them, but I don't have as much, uh, an expertise, but he can, te- he can teach me things about monster movies. Um, i wanted to, i always missed because i knew he liked monster movies um i always wanted to show him bong Jun ho's the host mm. but i've never and this gets me into the other thing
1: you can't force it you know that was so, a lot of the questions but, i have are about yeah not i mean this this whole thing like um as it, much fun and i can tell um like I, I, like I know uh, my brother is ready to share so many things with her. They they're already, it's funny. You mentioned Disney plus, there's already a lot of Disney stuff getting thrown at. Uh-huh. My um, uh, it's funny you mentioned Disney plus because so my brother calls me up and says like, Oh, what's your Disney plus password? I guess I'm, I'm, I'm publicly admitted to, to doing some password sharing. Uh, so hopefully that won't yeah. get me some hot water, but um and so I, I, I share my Disney Plus uh, account with them so my sister-in-law could watch Hocus Pocus 2 was what I was told. But then the account is named after my niece, and they already have a little Minnie Mouse icon for her. And my icon is Rogue from the X-Men. Uh, and so right next to uh, you know one of the most uh, powerful and maybe most dangerous mutants of uh, Marbledom is... Uh, Minnie mouse named after my, uh, niece. And, um, I, I don't know if they're already showing her stuff there. I don't think so. Um, but, um, but I, 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 um, um, I think, uh, the streaming probably will make it easier to, uh, um, to, 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 to get them things, but, um, I would like to instill a sense of, appreciation for physical media, which is a thing I'm big on. Um so okay, are you there? Yes, I'm here.
0: Um I lost I lost you for a little bit there. I'm hoping it's all on the recording. Okay, I'm hoping it's all on the recording because it usually is when when that okay. happens. But um you won't miss me, uh so it's fine if it's gone. I don't I don't know if we're all the way back um uh because you're still a little frozen up for me. So um I will say I heard almost none of what you said <laughs> about Disney Plus plus Oh it's just, uh, it's just that sharing was kind of
1: the last Yeah thing she's then, she's there uh, already throws up. Uh go ahead. They're the yeah it's just they've already she's already got her own Disney okay. Plus account. Um it's uh with Disney Plus she's already um got uh my niece uh already has apparently her own Disney Plus account when um I shared the password with uh my brother uh, obsessively to uh so my sister-in-law could watch Hocus Pocus 2. But then when I next time I logged on to Disney Plus, uh I find out the the uh the, the she's got my niece is is the one the the account is now in her name. Um and she's got her own little Minnie <laughs> mouse icon next to my rogue from the X-Men icon. Um and she's already got Disney stuff getting thrown at her. Which I'm not against um, um, but uh, uh hopefully maybe that makes um, uh, finding things or recommending things easier but but um I do want to um instill an appreciation for uh physical media, um, which I fear is being held in less uh in less esteem as the years go by um which i find distressing because um it's a whole thing but the yeah. the idea that we own copies of films like that's such a rarity in the history of film that consumers can do that and i think um people are already um uh giving that away uh conceding that privilege um mm-hmm. to get, to do something that is similar to, you know, back in the fifties and sixties, where you just waited for films on TV and you were subject to whatever package your local station got to yeah. put on a billion dollar movie to be streaming as much as they say, uh, you know, the viewer is in control. It's still the same thing where you're um, at the mercy of whatever business deal licensing deal uh, this corporation has with another one. And, um, I would hate to think like this idea of consumers having a copy of the film that they could, um, view and review the, the idea that, that that would only last, I I suppose, my lifetime from like the early eighties to, Mm -hmm. by the way, my lifetime, supposing I don't die like next week, uh, from the (laughs) early eighties to now, uh, uh, like, I would hate, like, to think, like, it would just last that long. And, you know, the 2050s start feeling like the 1950s in terms of just, like, oh, this was on because it was on. And it was like, we used to have control. Yeah. I mean, I think but you have to, to go back to being in
0: a, a movie uncle you say and still you you can't force anything that's what i was that's, like that's, yes you can lead by example you can be passionate they can witness your passion and maybe that will inspire them maybe it won't you know to, to go back to what I was about monster movies like as much as i've always wanted to show this nephew the host he's never yeah. really gotten to be enough of a movie person that he wants to read a movie why he doesn't want subtitles you know yeah. Um um and so I've so I've never shown him the host even though I'm certain he would love it mm-hmm. uh he's just not a a a, a subtitle guy but um yeah. you know I've um I feel like I've been you know you can't like it, it's weird I'm I'm the movie guy and you'd think I'd be like uh I don't I just don't think he cares enough about he likes movies but i don't think he's as passionate about movies as i am Mm -hmm. weirdly i feel like i've just by having him in my car i've i'm not so much the movie uncle as i am the metal uncle like okay he's like into metal and he's like recently said like you know uncle david the first time i like was exposed to this kind of music was like riding around in the backseat of of your car so i like you can't, you can't control anything. I had sort of accidentally became a, uh, I accidentally, you know, became part of his journey to being a metalhead uh, more yeah. than I became, uh, a, a movie guru. But I, I have over time, like, I guess what's really fun. Cause you get to know the person, you mm-hmm. know, a nephew or a niece is, A child and that's fun and it's your brother's offspring your brother's issue if you will Uh, um but uh they're also a person Mm -hmm. and so what's more fun is not i love this thing i'm gonna try and make this kid loves this thing it's understanding this as an individual learning their personality and then from your huge knowledge of movies being able to pluck out things that like hey you probably haven't heard of this but i really think it's up your alley and so Mm -hmm. i remember there was like when he was uh when he was little uh, he was staying with us and i was like i bet you would love the fantastic mr fox and he did and he loved Mm -hmm. it so much i think he got he like asked his mom to buy him the dvd and watched it multiple times and that was like from me like paying attention to what kind of thing he um he he likes whereas the other thing like trying to say like um i love time bandits why don't we watch time bandits he couldn't make it half an hour he was so fucking bored by time bandits which is hilarious because he also loves the dark crystal which i think is boring as fuck (laughs) personally i find the dark crystal very dull Um, Uh, i don't think he loved that i
1: I like it i don't think it's 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 not as fun as exciting as time bandits time bandits has jokes dark crystal not a lot of funny in it i don't think yeah i think that's a big part of why i get
0: bored with with the dark crystal but uh uh yeah so and then now
1: things have funny voices but that's
0: it yeah um yeah (laughs) uh but now that he's older it's not about kids movies anymore now it's like i remember i mean this is years ago now or maybe a couple of years ago when he was like first starting to become like this sort of like you know i mean alt culture isn't really a term that means anything cuz there's no mainstream anymore but like yeah. showing the interest that he was showing and my wife him staying with us and wife being like hey James, have you ever heard of a movie called Donnie Darko? And he hadn't, and it, it yeah. blew his mind. He loved Donnie yeah. Darko. So now, like, trying to say, like, what are some 90s things that he probably wouldn't have heard of because of his age, but like, because he has some of our tastes, what can we show him? And he's like, you know, we, uh, he loved, like, we watched Seven and Zodiac and Fargo and, uh, um, what else we watched? No country for old men, like, a, which is not nineties, but, um, mm-hmm. the only thing that was funny, cause he's like such a, like, he's like the nicest kid in the, well, he's not a kid anymore. He's a man. Yeah. He's like the, the nicest, sweetest person in the world, but he loves, you know, grind core and blood and guts and stuff like that. The only thing that disappointed when I was like, do you watch Fargo? He was like, oh, that's the movie where the guy gets put into a wood chipper, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I want to watch that. And he watched it and he liked the movie, but he was like, I was kind of disappointed that the guy was already dead before he went into the wood chipper. Like, he wanted to see a
1: guy get thrown alive into a wood chipper. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I guess the Coens are not that bloodthirsty. Although if he has a, now he knows a Go ahead. But I believe, uh, um, uh, maybe you told this to me earlier. He now has a passion for stamps with uh, birds on them, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's all because of Fargo. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, but I mean, I you say like, but like the uh, early parts of No Country, like there's some real like disturbing, yeah. you know, Anton Shigur like strangling the cop and then yeah. using the uh, the the cow uh, gun thing yeah. on that innocent man. Like, there's some pretty uh nasty stuff that happens in that movie so he was really he was really into that um yeah uh so that's i i guess that's i mean this is going to be a short episode if that's all i have to say but the main advice is figure out who they are and tailor your recommendation recommendations to them which is a skill that i honed working at a video store of like you know, people coming in and saying, "What's good? What should I rent?" Yeah, and would you don't just say what you like? You have to say, or back when video store still existed, you would say, "Well, what do you like?" Mm-hmm. You know, and and tailoring the recommend recommendations. So I think that's that's what to do, and it's also fun. It's fun to do that.
1: Yeah, um, it, it, one of the things um, I wrote down in terms of just talking points, I jotted down were like, um. What happens and basically this idea of 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 not forcing it because I think that would just create a sense of resentment, but like what yeah. happens if you're getting excited uh to to watch a film with them and like pretty soon they're getting distracted they're wanting to do something else um do you do you try to? direct them back to the film or do you just go like you know what yeah the no. battle for this child's attention uh the film has lost and yeah it, you know that's uh, what you have to do you have to yeah. just like
0: say let's watch let's watch something else let's watch some adventure time or uh yeah or or, or whatever um uh yeah i mean uh there's but then there's also, that's about watching stuff at home. There's also like, if you take them to a movie, you're not going to walk out,
1: you know? Yeah, that's the thing too. I guess this is totally up to me. It's more up to the parents where like teaching them about the theatrical experience. of course the future of the theatrical experience is also in flux. That's a whole other thing. But um, teaching them to the um, respect, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I mean, hopefully you're teaching them a sense of respect and respect for others anyway, but, um, yeah. that, but it, it, feels like, um, I think, uh, some people just, uh, never got the message of, um, how to behave in theaters. And so I think it's important to, uh, to get that across because, um, and, even though I actually, it's, it's rare that I get to theaters, unfortunately uh, just because of my schedule, but um, I do think it's important to um, come to films as opposed to always having films come to you. Um, I do think that changes the experience. Um, and, um, and I think there are certain things to, to learn again, this is a whole thing of like, you, you you can't um force it you, but I do like the idea of um, instilling i by going to a theater instilling the idea of that this is uh, a place where you meet a film on its terms because you're going to it um you are um as opposed to the film's coming to you and then um it has to live or up to your terms which i feel unfortunately is um how people view a lot of culture these days i think to uh um it uh only lessens the uh discourse and uh cultural conversations unfortunately yeah
0: yeah but again like if it, if you say that in a way that comes across as lecturing it's not gonna stick yeah. you know yeah. they have to like yeah. i said before they have to I think kids need to witness your passion. Yeah. Y- y- you know, um, and hopefully get caught up in it. Maybe not, but yeah, if you start like, I don't think you can be, especially, I mean, I think I'm not a parent, so I don't, you know, really have uh, any like to stand in here, but I feel like even if you're a parent, that kind of lecturing isn't going to go yeah. um, that well, but also, but especially if you're not the parent, you're the uncle, you're just supposed to be fun. You know, that's your number one job is to, is, is to be fun. The only time I ever, and I I don't think I ever lectured my nephew, but I did, um, uh, tell him that you're supposed to take your hat off in a restaurant. (laughs) I think because, uh but I guess that's the that like, kind of comes under the same thing of like decorum and like yeah. the fact that like when you're in a public space, you should recognize that you're sharing that space with other people. And there are certain rules you're um, meant to abide by to make the whole thing more pleasant and tolerable, tolerable for everybody. Show respect for the public space. I didn't say all that. I just said, really, you wear your hat in the restaurant. And he was like, okay, I'll take it off. Um, mm-hmm. But Uh, that's maybe the closest I ever came with my nephew to like um, any sort of lecture. (laughs) And uh, I mean, it worked with, I don't know. He probably still wears his hat in restaurants now, but he doesn't around me. I guess that's, uh, that's the one uh, bit of success (laughs) in that field. Uh,
1: So um, I do want to just talk in, in, in maybe just general terms but I do want to hear um, maybe of specific cases from your life, or if you know other people's of what is a good first uh, movie to show. Like their first, I think it's like at that point, they probably seen clips of movies or things, but like a first like actual sit down movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's that feels like that's more the realm of the parents.
0: I should also mention, like, I have three siblings. Mm -hmm. Um, My youngest brother is also a pretty big movie buff. So I definitely like, with his kids he's got that covered i'm i'm sure he's probably already thought about what their first movie um will will be but um yeah but i feel like that's more the parents thing unless the parent specifically charges you with with the first movie that, that's, be, that's, a, that's a big it, one that's a big yeah, one
1: that's the thing it, it might be that um i mean they're free to um disregard my advice um but uh, it sounds like I might be um, uh, charged with that responsibility. Wow! Uh, and so, uh, uh, well, uh, okay, if you if you have that responsibility, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's, yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's certainly a, a topic that uh, they want my input on. So then I say you push for their
0: first movie being in the theater
1: oh wow huh i didn't think about that because everything i've thought of isn't
0: Car- <laughs> i know what you're saying but it doesn't have to be current i mean the you, you know um the new beverly does matinees yeah. uh with with kids movies all the time um something like that something to like say this is what a movie is and yeah. anything else is like when you're watching a movie at home, it's a recreation recreation of the actual movie-going experience.
1: And that, that, too, it's funny because um, we talk about going to, to see a movie and, um, and coming to a movie. It's like um, just the reality of the times is uh, my niece, she's already familiar with phones. She's already familiar with swiping with phones. And I don't say that in any kind of – I don't rue that fact. Uh, I think it would be silly to – um uh to get to say that but it it, it's clear um it's that getting content through small screens um is something is is going to be uh what television was to us um and that's fine Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean when's the last time you know, you and I went to an opera and said, we, you know, we, we grew yeah. up with television. So I can't, it it would, it would be silly for me to uh, cluck my tongue at that. But I do want, I do, I do want like a, state, uh, a statement of like, this is more than just content that comes through the screen. It can be that way. There's a lot of films I love that I first watched on TV. Um, but this is something special and it is more akin to, uh, theater, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, um, of something of an event, um, and yeah, it's funny because um, the new Bev is playing Wizard of Oz. am and I was like, oh, if it was if she was only like maybe a year or two older, maybe yeah. that would be perfect. Um, although, is it is it's I mean, probably I, scary as hell, but that's okay, right? Here's the thing, yeah, I think kids' movies being a little scary is, is cool. Yeah, uh, I think I, that
0: too, but I don't know how your yeah. niece By is going to feel about that.
1: Or the fact that I'm not the one who's getting awake at 3 a.m. when uh, yeah. they're having nightmares. <laughs> so that's easy for me to say. And I have, and hey, listen, looking back, I have a lot of fond memories of scary kids' films with scary parts in them. Willy yeah. Wonka, the Chocolate Factory, Never Ending Story. Um, Fucking kid turning into a donkey in Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, the one, uh,
0: this came up in um, our Halloween episode with Dallas Hallam. Uh, I talked about as a kid, the shipwreck sequence at the beginning of An American Tale was so terrifying yeah. to me as yeah. as, a, as a kid. And yet, when it was over, I wanted to watch it again, even yeah. because I because I had spent the first time hiding behind the couch. It's one of my earliest <laughs> like movie watching memories. Is literally getting up and hiding behind the couch uh, yeah. during the the shipwreck in American Tale. And yet, I loved it and couldn't wait to see it again.
1: Yeah, well, those thrills are part of it, and that's the thing. Is she is already at a young age uh, a bit of a thrill seeker? Uh, right. lo- loves um, loves you know swings slides. There's a thing where um, my brother I don't know if he does anymore. Maybe because it's it, it's not totally the safest thing, and maybe you are we'll talked out of it. But she loves it where she goes into a little chair. Um, kind of standalone chair um, and then uh, my brother just picks her up and just f- f- pretends to fly her around like she's a I don't know like yeah. a fucking X-wing uh, pilot <laughs> um, and she and by the way when she knew it was happening she just like got into her chair and just put on the seatbelt like she knew it was happening and uh, we were already in kind of takes after my brother in that way where it's like um, already is going to be uh, a thrill seeker yeah. and so there's um, I'll be honest I'm already thinking like huh at what age do you show the child Star Wars um, and by the way <laughs> when I say that I have I already had these but uh, I specifically have the despecialized version of Star Wars for her uh, if it was up to me she would never see the uh, <laughs> <laughs> um changed version of Star Wars and I'm not like some fucking uh I don't really uh, honestly have passionate feelings about Star Wars. It's just like th- there's just a purity to the to the untouched version. Um mm. and that's the version I think that should be shared with generations. Um,
0: okay I don't have that- I have even fewer uh thoughts on that. You know I've never seen the special editions of Empire or Jedi. Um, I've only seen the original one. The, yeah. or the, I've only seen Star Wars uh, special edition when it came out and when they released it in theaters. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the I've never seen the Empire or Jedi once. Empty
1: uh, Empire wasn't changed that much. Uh, Jedi fucking shit show. What um, <laughs> they um, uh, you know, what they did to Lapty Neck, um, the, and, and size noodles. I don't know who that that is. The the song done at Java's palace is totally redone. And it's, it, it looks like something on a fucking truck. I will say this, like the new, new stuff that was added. The CGI stuff looks way more dated than any. Oh, of course it does. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. Yeah. Um, which is just one of the other, very sore points um mm-hmm. about that whole thing uh but but it's uh that it it's something it's just like you know george lucas became a billionaire by basically figuring out that space instead of being slow should be fast and that uh is what excited millions of kids and i think it would excite her and now i'm just like okay but when do you bring it because i don't know i mean star wars isn't I mean, I don't know if dude's arm gets uh chopped off in most size. and people are dying in that trench run, but I don't know. I,
0: yeah, I don't uh that's I think up to the parents. I don't know. Well, um, yeah, and
1: uh I should say some of this comes from like my dad is someone who made me watch movies. Uh did uh did you any your Okay. Um he made me watch he made us, actually my brother and I and a couple other kids were made to watch Star Wars. I think I was, well, so yeah, I think I was six, seven, but then my brother was like, then, um, four or even younger, no, like three maybe. Um, um, and then later, um, when I was, uh, 14, 15, mm-hmm. uh, my dad said I have to watch The Godfather um hmm. and it was that big double VHS. yeah of course
0: no um i mean yeah my dad showed me stuff i don't know if it was like you have to watch this but he was definitely like here's star wars he had like um i'm sure they were pain and scan mm-hmm. and they were like borrowed from a friend who had like hbo or the movie channel or something like that and they had done a block and basically just it was one tape like one six hour tape with Mm -hmm. all three movies on it and -hmm. that was just like star wars and i and he like brought that uh home and and i think we watched it together the first time but i watched it multiple times after that um uh shit i was gonna say something about um what you just said, and now I'm forgetting what it, uh, what it was. Oh, I was gonna tell a story about my dad, like like I was talking about like getting to know a kid's taste. Yeah. you know? One of my favorite stories about my dad, it's a very cute story, is I was a kid and he came into my bedroom and woke me up in the middle of the night to bring me downstairs because PBS was showing Monty Python's flying circus. It was like yeah. ten, ten, eleven at night or whatever, and he was mm-hmm. like, You have to watch this. I mean, why I watched like an episode or two of flying circus we went back to bed, but like, it's, it's an indelible memory and like flying money. Python is still one of my favorite things.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, um, a similar thing to do because my dad, uh, it's from Britain and, and that was huge to him, uh, growing up. And so, um, so I had watched it. I'd watched it. i actually in my grandparents' house. Um, uh, And then came back to America and started renting the VHSs and uh, sharing all those. And I was probably 11, 12, which I don't know. I mean, people will say, obviously, uh, things in Monty Python a lot more adult. But honestly, I think like 11, 12 is maybe the kind of sort of rebellious kind of thing where that's like the right age for it.
0: Yeah, especially if you're like a nerdy kid. Yeah, that's an age where you're starting to realize that maybe like you're starting to think of yourself as smart maybe mm-hmm. but Monty python is also incredibly silly so it's a great yeah. bridge of that like silly comedy but also like you get to feel smart for like getting why some of the turns of phrase and and jokes are are mm-hmm. are funny um but then, you know, some people uh if you're like my wife was when she was a kid, she found the money pythons fan money python fans to be obnoxious for that very reason because they sure, yeah. thought they were thought they were smart. She so she doesn't like she doesn't like money python and she doesn't like they might be giants, I think, because she equates those with like uh nerdy kids who were kind of like assholes about their own intelligence. But uh I like both of those things maybe because I yeah. was that kid. But also they might be giants were they write some great songs.
1: Yeah, um, that is true. Um, there are definitely things where um, I, I don't know if this happens as much anymore, but um, people had a sense of um, culture as a signifier. Here's the thing. Um, when things were a little less internal and life was not lived online or was not lived online as much, these excerptal things like bands you liked, magazines you read, um, these things were um, much more of personal signifiers and, and, mm-hmm. and people um, gave them that, that were that personally invested into it. Um, and it, um, as opposed to just viewing it as just content, um, right. it, it, it became these, these, sick, you know, um, um, these almost like a, a, a family crest, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that the people treated it like, not, not that seriously, but like some, that's something like that. Um, I think that's gone away maybe for the best, but it was definitely, uh, we were probably the last generations where it's like, what bands you're into signified your, place in society. Yeah.
0: Actually to go back to go back to my nephew who's into metal, he's also like into punk. And I was trying to explain to him when I was in high school that like the punk kids and the metal kids were different groups who had prejudices toward each other and didn't really interact. And that was like he thought that was ridiculous, which it is, of course, but that was like I I wasn't into metal when I was in high school because I identified as a punk and that would have been
1: sort of traitorous to, yeah. to get into metal, which is all outgrowths of other things. I mean, like my dad could probably tell me like, Oh yeah, the mods and the rockers were, uh, uh, uh <laughs> pitted against each other. I can be like, I don't hear a difference in this music. <laughs> and it's like the who were mods. They weren't rockers. I'm like, no, this is basically rock music. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, whenever I hear this, so I know mods weren't like soul, like, like American, uh, R and B soul music. Um, but then I listen to like the mod bands. I'm like, where, where did that influence go? Cause they just, uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she'll be, uh, a mod, um, are, um, so do you, is there an age where, uh, you Like, do you start with animation or, or not like, like, did you find in your experience, like it was animation first and then there was an age for live action and then, uh Yeah, I guess so. I know you think about it
0: now that I think about it. Yeah. With this particular nephew. Yeah. It was animation. That's why I mentioned showing him fantastic Mr. Fox when he was, Mm -hmm. uh, still pretty young young certainly younger than the pg-13 rating for that movie uh uh would guy would uh, would suggest but um uh his mom was always cool with him um yeah. seeing certain things um so yeah i guess we that did happen but i, I yeah i kind of had to take the the, the cues because that's another thing and i like hate That this is true because I never wanted to become like the adult who's out of touch and say corny shit like this. Yeah, but kids grow up faster than you realize. Sure. Yeah. No, I can. So like, he would, he would come, stay with us, and we'd talk about some movie or whatever, you know, and or or basically talk about something. And after he'd leave, I'd think like, oh, next time he comes, I should show him like X or whatever. But. Uh, not act, not Ty West's X, uh, you know, this X movie or whatever. You should sit uh, around
1: and listen to X. You should Yeah, to your, yeah. Well, she paid He probably Johnny likes X Napoleon. actually.
0: Um But uh he um But then he'd come over and stay with us again a few months later and he'd be like completely beyond that and into some other thing and like yeah. that would be like you know kid stuff or or whatever. Um so uh yeah, I think you just have to be, like, reactive and just ready with your... This is... You've put all the time into becoming a uh, a person with a lot of knowledge of movies. This is how you use it, is tailoring it to the kid, not trying to tailor the kid themselves.
1: Um, exactly. Totally. Um, um, we're... Um, documentaries and specifically the nature animal documentaries, were they any part of growing up, uh, showing kids? Um, I,
0: I, you know, I probably should have done more of that cause he loves animals, but, um, he saw him and he spent plenty of time watching animal movies on his own. He okay. didn't need my help there, but now you've got me like eager to provide more recommendations for my younger nieces and nephews like i focused on this one because he lives in southern california you know we i get to have more of a an influence but maybe i should do more movie related presence and stuff
1: uh yeah because there is a there is uh like it does feel um you don't listen like you say you don't want to um uh uh feel like you're uh spoon feeding it maybe shall we say to the kid but it does feel great um to to be able to share that and um uh and I and you know like uh i'm already like you know i've already been thinking of like i think something like my neighbor totoro might be the perfect film but uh, obviously the Dubbed in English, dubbed version. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. It's just you know subtitles would be too much. uh, Yeah. Um. Um. But I do think one. I do think that is actually a perfect movie. Um. Uh. And also, I think. Um. There is uh, an artistry and magic to all of Miyazaki stuff, but um especially that that I think um should be shared. And also that's a movie I wanted to see as a kid and was not I would see ads for oh, it. Really? it. Was not playing. And uh you know I've since seen it many times and I own actually don't own that one, but I own a few uh of Miyazaki's uh like on Steelbook, but um have you been to the Academy Museum and the whole,
0: like... Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know,
1: unfortunately. I do oh, it to. has a
0: whole, like, Miyazaki, like, Ghibli, like, uh, room. It's really cool. Um, well, we should uh, start um, having that towards wrapping up. I will say, you know, I don't know if you've seen the Fablemans, but it, to me, as far as I'm concerned, if you want your niece to be the next Spielberg... Yeah, Her first movie should be the greatest story ever told because that was little Sammy Fableman's first movie. And uh, that's what created him. So that's sure. Uh, um, I've never seen it. Actually, I've
1: never seen uh, the greatest story ever told. I think that is no, I've seen the 10 commandments on TV and I probably get that mixed up with greatest story ever told. I probably not actually seen that one. But those are films like that play on TV during Easter, right? I and mean, At least growing up. Right? I guess. Wait, am I getting what is the movie that he watches at the beginning of did you see The Fablemans? No, unfortunately, I have not had time to see a lot of movies, uh, which I resent or not resent, but I wish wasn't true.
0: No, not the great it's the you know what? It was the greatest show on earth. That's what he sees. Oh, I also haven't seen that. But that's about like the circus, right? Like Barnum and Bailey. Yes, that's yeah. what he sees. The greatest show on earth. Sorry. I always I always do that because I, I haven't seen either circus, one.
1: Circuses probably won't be a thing. And maybe not. Yeah. It's not a bad thing, but. Uh, yeah, probably we'll not. Just be like, we'll have to explain to her what the circus was. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that wrong that circuses are going away? I don't know. Probably
0: not. I've never been to a circus unless you count. You've never been to like circus. a circus. I've been to Cirque du Soleil but I've never been sure. to a circus, but, but never like a top big top. And well, um, one of the circus I went, I went to, they did, it was at in Santa Monica and they like actually built a big top on the beach. And that was OVO. I think it was called, which is about like mm-hmm. uh, insects and eggs and yeah, stuff. Yeah. It has like the
1: butterfly kind of wing logo, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I saw OVO and that was actually in a big top, which is, oh. which is fun. But I, yeah. Other than that, I never went to a regular, not like a Ringling
1: brothers or is it no, Ringling. I never went. Yeah, Ringling
0: Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Never went. Uh any other uh, uh questions I can fumble? Or should um, we should we wrap up?
1: I don't know. It's just uh two things keep uh well they're they're both podcast related. Um you know it, I feel like there's two paths in front of me. By the way, neither of these will th- probably things will happen. But um <laughs> I think of um, when I listened to uh, the video archives podcast with Quinn Tarantino, and Roger Avery, Roger Avery's daughter is on it and her having that same passion for movies. Oh, okay. Uh, is and hearing a father and daughter have that same passion for movies is, is uh, I think very touching. Um, and the same time I listen to a whole podcast. Series, yeah. That's great. Uh, series. I listened to another whole podcast series about uh the rise and fall of ain't it cool news and uh harry knoll's father were, were his parents um for a while uh were movie memorabilia like uh salespeople and his dad definitely uh install uh tried to you know instill uh appreciation of films on him and that created a nightmare person uh, although there are other <laughs> things that went into that thing he actually had a yeah uh childhood not that that forgives uh things but um it is part of the story um uh and so like i I see uh uh two paths in front of me but you know what life does never go in any path that you imagine so
0: yeah that's that's the thing i I know i'm hitting the same point over and over again but they're going to become the person they become you can't you can't make them yeah all right. Well, uh, Ian, thank you for, for joining us. Ian. Thank you. Um, of course, as usual, you can find me on Twitter at Davey pretension and email me at David, at battleship pretension.com. And also make sure to, uh, check out my other podcast that I do with my wife, the one, where I Met Your Mother, we watched an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and we hit a kind of a landmark this week. We hit what was at the time considered one of the best episodes of How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother. And if you know this episode, you might uh, not be surprised to find it has aged poorly. And that is the episode, the Naked Man. I don't know if you know uh, the Naked I'm, Man episode of How I Met Your Mother, but
1: I think I've watched one episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I remember watching when okay. it premiered. Actually, um, oh wow and um my dad and i watching it and not being impressed by it and um and then was surprised I,
0: the whole premise of this podcast with with natalie was was that i know how I many other and she doesn't she knows friends and i don't like i know friends a little bit more just because it's hard to avoid certain things yeah. but i never really watched friends and what is really surprising me is that friends is um uh, it shouldn't surprise me but friends is the better show of the two and um is a really fantastically written show. I don't know. We haven't gotten too much into the soapy stuff that I understand is coming, um, on friends, but also I know that stuff is coming in how I met your mother too. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, anyway, that's the one where I met your mother, uh, Ian, where can people find you on the internet? Should you want to know,
1: um, I've become less and less, um, uh, enamored with social media. For various reasons, like, you know, yeah, it's good. if you're, if you're using something for free, you're the product. And I think we entered into that, maybe knowing that, um, knowing that as the deal, but maybe seeing that deal is yeah. not so great. Um, but, uh, I still use Instagram. You can hit me up. I brill on Instagram. I B R I L L. Um, If you're a movie uncle, uh, hit me up, uh, or a movie aunt, I shouldn't uh, discriminate. Uh, uh, Hit me up and uh, let me know what has worked for you. Uh, And also, you know, let me know what Marvel Snap decks are using i use a patriot deck with a silver surfer in it right now and that's a lot of fun also using uh i got she hulk recently that's a great card uh let me uh, know what uh maybe snap decks you're using that you've gotten um great use on
0: okay um yeah i uh my i got booted for part of that so hopefully everything recorded and uh and and we're fine but uh Thank you again, Ian, for being here. Thank you at home for listening, and we will catch you next
1: time. Bye. Bye.